You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. I'm Ken Dolphin. These are your news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. Ontario reports 958 new COVID-19 cases today, along with 17 deaths. This comes as Ontario's cumulative death toll surpasses 7,000. All businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. Texas ends the pandemic mask mandate despite warnings from medical experts in the area. With the removal of the mandate, Texas becomes the largest U.S. state to end the order intended to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Texas has also gotten rid of all mandates requiring limits serving customers indoor. COVID-19 has killed just over 42,000 Texans since the start of the pandemic. In sports, J.J. Watt has agreed to sign with the Arizona Cardinals on a two-year, $31 million contract. The three-time Defensive Player of the Year took to Twitter to let the NFL world know early Monday morning. First time we got to deal with it, so now it's kind of like we're trying to you know, figure out how to maneuver and navigate it, right? In the NBA, the Toronto Raptors are going to be without three of their starters, five players in total, and most of their coaching staff tonight. The Raptors put out a statement earlier today saying that the players would be out due to COVID-19 protocols. The team takes on the Detroit Pistons tonight and will likely need a good game from key players like Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell if they hope to get the win tonight. Tip-off is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Right radio weather, today will be mostly cloudy with a high of 7, dipping to minus 6 by the evening. Tomorrow will be mostly sunny with a high of minus 3, dropping to a chilly minus 10 at night. For DC News, I'm Kenny Dolphin. Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive Show. If you're new, I'm your host, Kenu Dolphin. Let's dive right into this episode. Coming up in 30 seconds, find out what the Durham region is doing for elders who want to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Then I want to talk about my wisdom teeth removal story. And to wrap up the show, I want to talk to you about the NBA All-Star Game and how it's missing some familiar faces. It's all action-packed in this episode. All that coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, the Durham Region Health Department reported 42 new COVID-19 cases as of yesterday, which is 16 more than the day before. Durham now has 234 active cases and a total of 11,910 cases since the start of the pandemic. In Durham Region news, the Durham Region is finalizing details for an online booking and call center for local residents 80 and over who want to take the COVID-19 vaccine. The region put out a statement saying it understands that the vaccines are still limited, but they want to have an easy and effective system in place for when more vaccines are supplied and ready to go. In Durham College news, on March 5th, the DC Esports Club is hosting a casual Apex game night. Join the college's Discord to find out more information on that. On March 8th, join the college as they celebrate International Women's Day 2021, 
where you can find guest speakers leading the way for women in the community. For more information on that, go to the Durham College website. And lastly, think you could be a Pokemon master at DC? Register for the DC Esports Club Pokemon Showdown on March 9th. For more info on how to join, go to the Durham College website and add the Durham College's Discord. That's it for DC Focus this week. Don't forget your grad picks. I'm Keanu Dolphin. Listening to the Dolphin Dad. You're listening to the Dolphin Dive Show, hosted by yours truly, Keanu Dolphin. 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 Dolphin, where we got everything you want to hear from news and other news. Over two dozen are arrested at a Trump protest in Washington. Sports, James Harden is headed to the Nets in a blockbuster multi-team deal. COVID updates, Ontario reports. Ontario is reporting over 1,400 new COVID-19 cases and hot takes. And at the number one spot, we have Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. So I don't think this song should be in the top 10 in my opinion. And I would actually take all other nine songs every Wednesday at 1 p.m. right here on Riot Radio. Nothing other than the Dolphin Dive. Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive show. I'm your host, Keanu Dolphin. Hope you're doing well and staying safe as always. Man, I can't lie, it's been a rough week for me. Got my wisdom teeth taken out and man, that was not exciting. I just wanted to eat McDonald's chicken nuggets so bad. But honestly, for my people out there that are worried, trust me, I was one of those people. And truthfully, the worst part about it is not being able to eat the food that you want. So don't worry, you'll only be living off Jello, mashed potatoes, and applesauce for a couple of days. By the way, those three things will not be having for at least a year. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like you see all those videos of people reaction people's reactions to the anesthesia and like they do and say funny stuff. I think it might be a bit exaggerated, but you know, everyone's different. For me, I think I was mostly annoying her. Uh she kept telling me I was repeating myself a lot and saying the same thing over. So don't do that. I told her, wait, that's normally me. <laughs> oh well. It's better than crying or a sharp stick in the eye, right? Speaking of crying, after the break, we're going to go take a look at the upcoming All-Star break in the NBA and talk about the lack of Toronto Raptors in there. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Keanu Dolphin. Now, many of us didn't think we'd get the chance to see the All-Star Game this year, but nevertheless, here we are. It is a bit different this year. I mean, all the events are on one day as opposed to three, but that's besides the point. I was a bit disappointed to see that there was no Raptor selected to the All-Star Game, but I'm not surprised if that makes sense. Like, I may be a bit biased, but I think names like Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam should be in the mix, or at least in the conversation, all having great seasons. But I understand that, you know, it's the All-Star Game and there's bound to be snubs. Every In every sport, there's snubs for the All-Star Game. It just brings up an interesting talking point. 
for the leagues, for sports leagues around everywhere. It's like, what do they do about players that deserve to make it but don't? Can they make two separate teams in the future? Could they make a separate All-Star game? Could they put these players in the All-Star game but they won't play? This is all interesting things. I know it's somewhat fan-based, but it's interesting to see what leagues will do in the upcoming years. But back to the Raps, I think you could put the Raps ahead of some of the players in there because for the simple fact that they're playing 500 basketball after losing most of their championship team that they had two years ago. And But hey, you know, to each his own, there was a reason why those players made it over the Raptors. And you know what? I'm not here to contest that too much. Too much. <laughs> congratulations to everyone that made it of course i'll still be watching and i just hope the raptors can get the recognition they deserve next year now with that marks the end of this week's show thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen join me next week where i'll have more news sports and weather we'll give you updates on what's going on in the durham region and the durham college campus and much much more right here on the dolphin dive show thanks again stay safe and see you next time headlines on riot radio Radio. i'm erica carson these are your riot radio news headlines toronto hospitals have launched a website where eligible residents can register to book an appointment for the covid19 vaccine as the city awaits the province registration system to be up and running the people who are currently eligible to pre-register or book appointments at hospitals and health sector clinics include people who are 80 years of age and older priority health care workers Indigenous adults 16 and up, and adults who are receiving ongoing home care. In sports, the National Women's Hockey League plans to complete its playoffs March 26th and 27th after they suspended the season on the eve of the semifinals because of positive tests of the virus. For Riot Radio weather, it is currently a high of 10 degrees with a mix of sun and clouds and partly cloudy with a temperature of zero in the evening. Tomorrow is mainly cloudy with a high of 10 and a low of zero in the evening. It is currently 10 degrees. For Riot Radio News, I'm Erica Carson. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Erica Carson. On today's show, in just a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about how you can stay creative and learn how to make your own succulent from the comfort of your home. And it's been a couple of weeks since I've talked about BTS, so I'm back. I have lots of exciting news to share with you about what they've been up to over the past few weeks and some exciting new achievements that they have gotten. That's all coming up today on Let's Talk on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, I'm going to let you know how you can participate in a take-home succulent workshop on Friday, March 19th. This is a make-and-take workshop where you will utilize a variety of succulents to create a masterpiece to show off around your house. You will be provided with a YouTube link where you will be guided through the steps by the Heritage and Museum Greenhouse Grower Assistant, and she will show you a step-by-step process using everything you have in your kit. This kit can be picked up between 7.30am and 6.30pm on Friday, March 19th, or you can pick it up on Thursday, March 18th between 7.30am and 4pm. The kit will include your container, four succulents, soil, and terranium bar toppings such as colored sand, stones, all that kind of stuff. For more information and to find out where you pick your items up, you can go to calendar.durham.ca and find the event under the events page. That's CC Focus right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. 
Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Erica Carson. Thank you for listening in. So it's been a couple of weeks since I've updated you on BTS and I have a lot to say. So firstly, on February 23rd, BTS joined the list of extraordinary artists to perform during MTV Unplugged. Everything about it was incredible. They performed songs from their new album B and the fans got to hear songs that they've never heard before live like Telepathy and Blue and Grey. And they also sang other hits off of the album called Life Goes On and Dynamite, which I'm sure you have heard everywhere on multiple award shows or TV appearances. And Dynamite has also been playing all over the radio, so I'm sure you're familiar with that one at least. But what made MTV Unplugged a little more extra special was that the group actually covered Coldplay's song Fix You. Now this song has always held a special place in my heart. It's The lyrics are very emotional and sentimental, and when I tell you I cried when BTS covered it, I cried. Having BTS sing a song that has always been special to me just made it even better and the performance was so raw and emotional but I think it's just best if I give you a little teaser of it so sit back relax and just listen to this for a couple seconds. When you're feeling so tired, but you can't sleep, stuck in reverse. I still get chills thinking about it, and I'm so proud of them for getting this opportunity, and it was just, mm, I love it. If you want to check it out, it's all over their YouTube channel, so just go to, just type in BTS MTV Unplugged, and you'll be able to find their performances. In other news, BTS has earned the number one spot on the IFPI Global Artist Chart of 2020, becoming the first and only Asian act and non-English act in history to rank number one on that chart, which is a huge accomplishment. They have proven themselves time and time again that they deserve to be where all the Western artists are, and that music really is a universal language. It doesn't matter if you don't speak the language, anyone can enjoy it, and they're constantly proving that to the world. And if that's not exciting enough, the Grammys just released the performer lineup, and guess who's performing? That's right, BTS is, and I'm so excited to see what they do. K-pop performances are so different from Western artists' performance, to be honest, and I find them a little bit more entertaining, in my opinion. I really hope they do something like they did for one of the Korean award shows in 2019 uh, with their song Dionysos. It was incredible. Just go onto YouTube and type up 2019 Mama Performance BTS. It's so amazing. What they did was so incredible. They had this amazing dance break right in the middle of it and I think it would be perfect if they did something like that for the Grammys just to prove how extremely talented and deserving they are to be there. So now that I've got super hyped up about talking about BTS, it's time to just like tone it down a little bit. So coming up in just a couple minutes, I'll be talking to you about a book recommendation I have for you. This book made me cry and there's just so much I have to say about it. So stick around, that's coming up right here on Let's Talk. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk, right here on Riot Radio. It's Let's Talk right here on Riot Radio. So I don't know about you, but I've been struggling to get back into reading during this pandemic. 
Even though I really want to read, it's hard for me to stay focused on a book. So I decided to try and fix that. And believe it or not, I found a book that helped me to get back into reading. So I want to share it with you if you were going through the same struggle as I was. So the book is called They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. And I discovered this book actually on TikTok because it was trending and apparently it made you cry. So I obviously had to give it a go and read it. So the world that it takes place in, people are randomly called by the death cast to inform them that they have less than 24 hours to live before you meet your untimely death. The chosen people are known as Deckers, and the book switches chapters between the perspectives of the main characters, Mateo and Rufus, after they have been given the unfortunate news that they are at their end day. And one of the things that the Deckers can do on their end day is meet a new friend from the app Last Friend. This is where Mateo and Rufus meet, and it kind of just takes us through the story of their final day and their last adventure. I just want to warn you, be prepared to cry if you're like me and you're a little bit extra emotional while reading a book because you get attached to characters so easily. I constantly felt like I had that lump in my throat, like I was about to burst into tears. Without giving too much away, um, since it focuses on their last day, the emotions behind every situation they were going through, I could just feel their pain and how much they wish they had more time. And Mateo's dad is in a coma and he goes to say goodbye to him, but my heart felt the pain for him because it wasn't a true goodbye because his father wasn't awake and the author did an incredible job at describing his emotion and it made me feel his longing for his father to wake up just so he could have a proper goodbye to him. I was intrigued by this book because I heard it was super emotional and I wanted to see if they both actually did die at the end. I know that's the title, but like I was curious to see if the author really did tell you the ending in the title. I won't tell you how it ends, but you'll have to read it for yourself to find out. I do highly recommend this book because it's an easy read and it pulls on your heartstrings and I just grew attached to the characters, which probably wasn't a good thing because that's probably what made me cry, but I do recommend you check this one out if you're looking for an easy read to get you back into reading and just to intrigue you to keep reading it. That's all for the show today. Thank you for listening in. I'm Erica Carson. See you next week on Let's Talk on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm Austin Luff, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. In today's COVID-19 news, Ontario is reporting nearly 1,200 new cases of COVID-19. Health officials recorded 1,185 new cases of COVID, along with six additional deaths. And Canada's hockey dad, Walter Gretzky, has passed away at the age of 82. The father of Canadian icon Wayne Gretzky had multiple health issues which led to his passing on Thursday. Wayne Gretzky read out a beautiful eulogy for his father on Sunday. And in sports, Team LeBron won a fast-paced all-star game against Team Kevin Durant on Sunday. Giannis led the team in points, assists, and rebounds. Team LeBron came away with a 170-150 victory. This was the 17th All-Star Game for LeBron James. Riot Radio Weather Oshawa is in for a chilly Tuesday night as temperatures will hit negative 1 overnight, but will feel like negative 5. And moving on to your Wednesday, although there will be a mix of sun and clouds, the temperature will hit a high of 11 degrees and will feel like 8. There is a chance of showers going into Wednesday evening as well as overnight. It is currently negative 2 for Riot Radio News, I'm Austin Love. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. Well, you ain't never gonna rap it, and you ain't no friend of mine. 
Welcome back to The Pulse. After a week off, you and I have a lot to talk about. This week we will talk about a fantastic and free, yes, you heard that correctly, free program being offered by Durham College. I want to talk about our energy and what we give it to and how it could affect us and our happiness. We're going to talk about the aftermath of UFC 259 and the controversy that surrounded it, and much, much more. That's all coming up today on The Pulse. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, Durham College is now accepting applications for the PSW Accelerated Program. And following the Ontario government's announcement and initiative, really, Durham College is accepting applications for the new Personal Support Worker Accelerated Program, which offers start dates in April, May, and June. Now, the tuition and fees for students will be covered by the government, and they will graduate with full credentials within six months, which cuts down on the standard eight months for the program. Uh, The program will be a hybrid, which will combine online learning as well as in-person practical experience. I'm not sure how they're going to handle that aspect, but I'm sure they will uh, cross their T's and dot their I's, so to say. Um, You know, we're very critical of government in general, whether it's federal, provincial, conservative, liberal, NDP, you know, whatever the case may be. But this is this is a good thing. This is just a, a good thing, a bipartisan good thing. You know, if anything, the coronavirus outbreak has taught us a lot and shown us a lot of flaws in society. And one of those flaws is undoubtedly how understaffed and overworked our PSWs are. You know, giving people who maybe normally could not afford this program and a program with such a a high demand post-graduation is just fantastic. You know, the, the Ford government has handled this as well as you could expect any provincial or federal leader to, I believe. But this initiative is most definitely one of the best initiatives in the face of this chaotic year. And that was DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. This week on Let's Talk, I just want to discuss our energy and what we give it to. Um, You know, I've noticed something recently, I think more so than I ever have before. And, you know, as humans, we have a finite amount of energy that we can devote to things. And ideally, you know, we would devote our energy to school, um, friendships, relationships, family, our dreams... Things that will help us live substantial lives and improve us as human beings. However, today um, a broadcaster by the name of Piers Morgan over in the United Kingdom made some some fairly reprehensible comments about Meghan Markle following the whole Oprah interview thing 
for, you know, people that care about that kind of thing. But anyway, uh, all I saw on Twitter and amongst my UK friends was talk about Piers and, and what he said. And then he resigned from his position. I believe it was around 2 o'clock, um, his position from Good Morning Britain. And I thought, oh, good, we can move on now. But still, I'm recording this at night. Several, several hours after he resigned, people are still giving this man energy. I mean, let's be real. President Trump is banned from every social media platform except MySpace, and he was trending on Twitter yesterday. My point is this. Start paying attention to where your energy is going. If you're putting more energy into things that are negative, as opposed to things that are positive, your happiness your mood and just your your life in general will will really start to reflect that. So this week I want you to notice what you're doing and I want you to make sure that you are giving your energy to positive things. This week in MMA, we have to talk about UFC 259, which took place just this past weekend, I'm fairly certain. And I want to talk about one fight in particular, and that was Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan for the Bantamweight Championship. Now, Peter, I felt, was winning the fight until the fourth round, where he kneed Aljamain Sterling in the face when both of Aljamain Sterling's knees were touching the ground. Now, in mixed martial arts, if both knees are touching the ground, that indicates a downed opponent or a ground opponent. So the fight was called off via disqualification, and Sterling won, air quotes, won the championship. And that's all fine. He shouldn't have thrown the knee. He should know the rules by now. He's a professional. You know, all good. All good there. Aljamain Sterling handled the aftermath of this horribly in literally every single way possible. I mean, he, I've never seen somebody fumble the bag as much as Aljamain Sterling after this fight. The first thing was he asked to do a post-fight interview which you should not do if you've got a serious head injury. And in the octagon, he was super upset about the victory, threw the belt down, stormed out of the cage, well, was helped out of the cage. And then after the fight, he had a celebration party with friends and family, took pictures with the belt, posted all of them, and then he started calling out other fighters when he didn't even technically win the championship. I don't know if he is to blame, or his management team is to blame, but he really handled this poorly, and no doubt Yan will or should get his rematch, and once he wins that match, hopefully, legitimately, then he should celebrate. That was This Week in MMA.
Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoes. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. Well, do anything that you want to do. But now, uh, honey, lay off them shoes and don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Thank you for listening to The Pulse once again. You know, I love these talks that we get to have every week or, you know, sometimes every other week. And I love the opportunity I have to bring up issues like energy distribution, bring awareness to things like the PSW program at Durham College. Focus on the good this week. Put your energy where it belongs and watch your life change. I will see you back right here next week on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Radio. Patricia Harvey and these are your Riot Radio headlines. Ontario is staring down at a possible third wave of COVID-19, but the sobriety remains unclear. Ontario doctors applaud decision to include pregnant women in COVID-19 vaccines priority list. In sports, Toronto FC's training camp is halted by multiple positive COVID-19 tests. After dodging COVID-19 for months, the Raptors are feeling the full force of the pandemic. In weather, it is currently 7 degrees Celsius, feels like 5 degrees Celsius, and at night, the temperatures will drop to 0 degrees Celsius. And on Wednesday, we'll get a mix of sun and cloud, and it will be 10 degrees Celsius and it feels like 8. And at night, the temperatures will drop to 9 degrees Celsius. For Riot Radio News, I'm Rikisha Harvey. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion. We have some fun things to discuss today, but before we can get into it, here is DC Focus. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, hop in your jalopy and journey back to the roaring 20s. Learn about Pickering's hope-happy music scene and how the dry days of the Prohibition led to the bootlegging. This event starts from April 18th to May 2nd, F2. 3656 Concession Road, Greenwood. This event is presented as part of the drama in Durham. Warren Bishy tours throughout South Durham after your visit to the museum. Download the Temperance and Temptation podcast and self-guided drive-through to visit local microbreweries and learn how the Blue Noses, who supported the Temperance, only clashed with the bootleggers and moonshiners who defied the movement. Tickets are timed entry and must be purchased in advance. The tour is approximately 35 minutes and costs $20 plus tax per vehicle. Tickets are per vehicle and can be purchased online or by calling 905-683-8401. That's DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion. We have passed a year since the pandemic began and we have seen a lot of fashion trends that might not sit well with some people. Or there's some item items of clothing that people have a love-hate relationship. Well, lucky for you, I have news. 
skinny jeans are out and mom jeans are in. Several big names in denim have recently noted a migration away from this era-defining silhouette. When I say skinny jeans are over, I don't mean no one's buying them. They still account for 35% of women's denim sales in the U.S., and according to NPD Group, a larger share than any other style. Rather, I mean they have lost their place in the gravitational center of women's wardrobes. They're no longer the default. Clothing retailers, whether luxe or low price, should be curing the new look because it's likely to stoke some demand in an industry that badly needs it after a year of being pummeled by the pandemic. The loose pants shoppers are snapping up. Now this tend to a high waistline, leg openings that are spacious, but not to the point of being swishy or flowy. New trends in denim cannot fully offset the significant challenges clothing stores will face in 2021. Many women will see little reason to spring for the latest looks as they don't have any parties or vacations at which to sport them at. But even without a return to normal social calendars, relaxed jeans have utility and appeal. They make sense to perm a casual lifestyle and they shouldn't feel like a huge fashion risk because they have the same looser look and feel as the joggers and the lounge pants women have been living in during the last year. When we come back, we'll talk about the spring must-have fashion trends. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk, right here on Riot Radio. As fashion drafts to a more casual and conscious world, the list of must-haves for spring 2021 are appropriately subtle. Few shoes divide fashion opinions as much as the thong sandals. The late 90s favorite can be often mistaken for a glorified flip-flop, but this spring's version are more refined. Playing with height like the platform styles by Jacquemus or proportion like the police take at Stella McCartney. One of the most variable examples is by ATP Atelier, which incorporates a thick white strap and contrasting black platform. After a year in sweats, it's hard to imagine showing any skin. Thankfully, designers are taking baby steps towards wearing it all by adding sleek cutouts to otherwise modest silhouettes. The asymmetrical draping and twist of fabric on a Christopher Esper dress looks effortless while exposing a bit of midriff. Dion Lee's creative use of a fabric knotting and tying creates the artful peekaboo effect. A little slice at the shoulder of this little black dress by COS adds a subtle seductiveness to a forever piece. You've likely spotted a variation of structured handbags at your local vintage store or in your grandmother's closet. This season, there will also be endless options in architectural shapes and sizes 
everywhere else you shop. On the designer's end, Prada's new clear bag takes a less is more approach via a streamlined silhouette. Stout crescent moon and a triangle-shaped bag are so sturdy they can stand up on their own. A mango shoulder bag is so easy to mix and match that it costs poor wear will likely be pennies by the end of the summer. And men out there listening, don't, don't think I forgot about you. Interest in men's jewelry is going. A revival of the 1970s inspired menswear is partly responsible, as are celebrities such as Harry Styles and ASAP Rocky, who have embraced covering themselves in baubles. For those who want to give it this try a look, investing in a small collection of rings is a good place to start. David Human takes a unique band with braid details, matte finish, and geometric shape that works well stacked together. Same goes for the clean lines and maturity, which look equally sharp as they do layered up. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for listening. See you next week on Let's Talk Fashion right here on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm Ryan Delaney, and these are your Riot Radio headlines. Ontario appears to be standing on the edge of a third wave of COVID-19. Some experts say just because of virus variants, vaccinations, and the promise of warmer weather on the horizon, it's unclear how severe it could be. As it stands, there are concerning signs in Ontario. Ottawa's medical officer of health said Friday, it seems the city's third wave is coming, pointing to increasing levels of the novel coronavirus found in wastewater. Also, provincial case counts also spiked again Monday, with 1,631 new cases reported. That puts the seven-day average for the province at 1,155, which is the highest that number has been since February 13th. Ontario reports 1,631 new COVID-19 cases, but officials say data issues put count likely closer to 1,300. In sports, the Toronto Maple Leafs face off the Winnipeg Jets tonight for the second time. They will be facing them three times this week, with the Toronto taking their first matchup 3-1. So Toronto will be looking to break their losing streak. With the NBA All-Star Games wrapping up, games are back on with the Raptors facing off the Atlanta Hawks, also trying to break their two-game losing streak tonight. Riot Radio weather, today's forecast is a high of plus 9, sunny all day with a low of 0, tomorrow is a high of 11 and with some sun and clouds and will be a low of plus 7. It is currently plus 9 outside. For Riot Radio News, I'm Ryan Delaney. Welcome to the Coffee Grind. I'm your host, Ryan Delaney. On today's show, we talk about the newest updates with Durham College on DC Focus. We talk about the mid-season of the NHL right now, and if the Maple Leafs have what it takes with players still injured. That's all coming up on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, Durham police are looking for a man after an armed robbery at a convenience store in Oshawa on Sunday. Officers were called to Bob's Convenience Store on Bloor Street West at 5.20 p.m. 
They say a man was armed with a black handgun, entered the store, and made a demand for cash from the employee. He stole the cash and fled on a bicycle from the scene. Officers searched the area for the suspect, but didn't find anyone. The suspect is described as wearing a black coat, baggy blue jeans, dark sunglasses, a black balakivala to cover his face, and green gloves. Also, three people are facing more than a dozen charges, each after a drug bust in Oshawa. During police search to home in Simcoe Street South Thursday night, police say they seized roughly $32,000 worth of drugs, including cocaine and fentanyl, along with two loaded handguns and approximately $4,000 in cash. And were each charged with careless storage of a firearm, unauthorized possession of a restricted prohibited firearm, possession of a restricted prohibited firearm knowing it's unauthorized, possession of a loaded firearm, possession of a restricted prohibited firearm knowing the serial number has been tampered with, and possession of purpose of trafficking. And that's your DC Focus. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. This is Ryan Delaney. You're listening to the coffee drink. <laughs> All right. That's nasty. <laughs> the radio. Right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to the Coffee Grind right here on Riot Radio. I'm Ryan Delaney and thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about hockey because I can't stop talking about it. It's been half of a 52 game season in the NHL and Toronto is still first in the league and the North Division. Never seen that before but it's pretty awesome. A lot of players have been injured though, including Matthews, but luckily it's just been day to day for him. But he is back now, and um, they have been too serious. Wayne Simmons is still injured though, which really sucks, but uh, it, was a, it was a huge loss for Toronto. He was racking up points, being on the second line with Tavares and Nylander. Fortunately, he got a puck to the hand, and it actually broke his wrist, and was ruled out for at least six weeks but it'll be five weeks since the injury had happened this Saturday. And he is now on the ice again, practicing with the team. I think this will be good that he's coming back soon for the rest of the rest of the season. And um, I think the backup goaltender is still not playing fully, uh, Jack Campbell. Uh, but he is practicing as well. He had a collision from Tyler Annis on the Edmonton Oilers not too long ago and Michael Hutchison has taken his place and has been a solid goaltender for the uh, remainder of the games that he has played. But I would say that this has been a very interesting season so far. Lots of teams are doing better than people thought and other teams aren't doing the best as people thought. But you know every season's different and I think um, as long as you know you just keep fighting through the season uh, anything can happen. Honestly just miss the crowd a lot and the fans and the actual games and being able to go to a hockey game even though Toronto games are retarded expensive. Whether it's an NHL game or even an Oshawa Generals game, or even my little brother's minor hockey games at you know like a local arena, I miss it all. But at least my brothers and I can still go outside and get some fresh air and 
play some good old-fashioned ball hockey on the street. I live on um, like a court or like a circle, so we have lots of room to shoot the hockey balls and pucks at the net. And I always just love wearing my Matthews jersey outside and support the team. Might as well wear it as much as I can, even though I can't go to the actual games. But, you know, it's been a whole year since this pandemic and waiting for the day where uh, everything can go back to normal and we can live our normal lives again. I'm just glad I have something to watch at night and uh, watch the Leafs games with my brothers and cheer on the team. And really, you just have to make the best of a bad situation. And I think everybody has been doing a pretty good job with that. And soon, uh, hopefully it will all be over soon and we can go back to normal. And uh, you can actually go to a Leafs game and spend more money than we have. And that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in on the Coffee Grind. Hope you all stay healthy and safe. And we'll be back next week with more Durham College updates, more news and sports updates, all on the Coffee Grind, right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. News headlines on Riot Radio. Radio. I'm PJ Scher, and these are your Riot Radio headlines. Would-be man trades maple syrup for international soccer scarves on Reddit. Daniel Robertson, a 19-year-old, after talking with some friends and reminiscing about going to games, came up with the goal of collecting a soccer scarf from every country by hopping on each country's subreddit and asking to exchange maple syrup for a scarf. Over five months, he has collected 113 scarves from 59 different countries. Thieves ram truck into Oshawa store, make off with shotguns. On Monday, March 1st, around 4 a.m., thieves were reported to have rammed a pickup truck through the wall of an Oshawa gun store and made off with three shotguns. So far, there have been no suspect descriptions and investigation is continuing. Bahrain runner Jepkoske banned for three years after faking car crash to miss doping tests. Nelly Jepkoske, who is a leading runner in the 800 meters, has now been banned for three years after faking a car accident as to make an excuse to miss a drug test. The Athletics Integrity Unit found out after Nelly admitted when the AIU were investigating the claims. Raptors Piston Game tentatively rescheduled for Wednesday, pending additional COVID-19 test results. The game between the Raptors and Pistons that was scheduled for Tuesday at the Emile Arena has now been postponed due to additional COVID test results, so the game has been rescheduled to Wednesday. The announcement was made by the NBA Monday night. The league has stated the reason due to positive test results and ongoing contact tracing within the Raptors organization. Riot Radio weather. Today we're looking at sunny skies with a high of minus 1 and a low of minus 14. With clear skies following into tonight. Tomorrow we're looking at mainly cloudy skies with a high of 8 degrees. It's currently minus 3 degrees. For Riot Radio weather, I'm PJ Share. Welcome to Random Vibes. Wizards are pretty cool, am I right? Did you like magic and potion, whatever else wizards do on a daily basis? I don't really know. But you'll learn how to become one on today's DC Focus, and then continuing on with magic, human kindness, the real magic, and honestly some stuff that could be considered some kind of wizardry, which you'll hear on PJ's Party of Positivity. That's all coming up on Random Vibes here on Riot Radio. 
campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, magic and wizards. Something that go hand in hand with one another, and usually when you think of wizards, I assume that most people think of Harry Potter, which is what this event is about. Though it's not associated with Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling, but it still looks like a ton of fun. I'm gonna be honest and say I've like what I've read only one of the Harry Potter books, and I've seen only the first movie, and I some of the second. I think I don't know. It, it was like back in middle school, and like the class was forced to read the book. It was pretty fun. But now the event. So this event is taking place this month on the 26th to the 28th, and it's called the Wizards Festival and Hollows Express Train Ride up in Uxbridge. And what I can gather, this is like a Harry Potter festival fair sort of deal with many different events like potion making classes, magic shows. On the website, there's like this lady doing tricks with fire, so I love to see the magic show. On the train, there seems to be an interactive show about two evil wizards who escape, and it's up to the train passengers to help find them. Though, I assume it will probably be different due to COVID, but still, it seems like it will be a ton of fun, and there are many other Harry Potter-related stuff to do. But yeah, tickets for the train event is $64.99, though there are no prices yet for the fare portion. Oh, and before I forget, one of the requirements is you have to dress up. As the event says, no muggle attire. So, have fun with this magical event and uh, dress up as, like, Dumbledore or Voldemort or uh, whatever Harry Potter has. That's DC Focus here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham Durham College. College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk. Right here on Riot Radio. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race to you. Welcome to Random Vibes and PJ's Party of Positivity. So, eh, let's just jump right into it. If you got the reference, you got the reference. So... A city created the largest three oh god free food forest in the country where anyone can pick fruits and veggies. Also, go on the Good News Network if you want to see the photo of this. It is beautiful. So there is a seven-acre farm in Atlanta where residents are just allowed to walk in, you know, breathe, relax, and just pull off crops right for you know making food, whether it be like. Tomatoes, broccoli, pumpkins, that grows in the ground, right? Yeah, okay, just making sure. So apparently this used to be a one-time pecan farm. The food forest at Brown Mills Project contains 2,500 edible and medicinal plants available to anyone in need. And it is one of a growing number of free food forests cropping up in cities around the country. I've never actually heard about this, like... How do I say it? The most I heard of, I guess, places where people can just grab food is like community gardens. Because apparently that's a thing. I just mostly heard it in like TV shows and then there's an episode where they compete for the better garden. But 
a garden where you can just walk in, and it's also a forest, and you can get free stuff? Uh, that sounds like a win in my book. But yeah. Still, check out the photos on the Good News Network, because it is a beautiful place. So, taking a step away from land, we shall now dive into the water. 70-year-old grandpa becomes the oldest person to row across the Atlantic, and he raised 1.4 mil for Alzheimer's. Frank Rothwell dedicated this extreme feat to his brother-in-law, Roger, who sadly succumbed to the disease during Frank's crossing. And apparently, this was a part of a challenge of some sort to uh, raise money for Alzheimer's treatment. And what else? A little more than 1 million was raised by almost 10,000 different donors, including a doubling of the first 500,000 euros, which apparently is $695,000, from the Iceland Foods Charitable Foundation. And apparently, this feat required 18 months of hard training. The entire road took eight grueling weeks for Rothwell to travel from La Gomira in the Canary Islands on December 12th to the finish line in Antigua. Sorry, I don't know how to say these words. On February 6th. Yeah, it took that long. Also, apparently, Frank, uh, he spent five weeks on a deserted island for the Channel 4, Channel 4 program, The Island with Bear Grills. Before that, I was only the 10th person to ever circumnavigate North and South America. So this dude is, like, awesome. I don't even know what he's going to do next, because honestly, this guy just seems like he'll do anything. And good for him, he's doing it for a good cause, and at the same time, who doesn't love a good challenge every once in a while? And now for our final story, something that's kind of weird. So, what does water turn into when it gets very cold? Ice. What do you do with that ice? You turn it into an instrument. These musicians played instruments carved from ice inside an acoustic igloo concert hall. And luckily, I have uh, a recording of what the instruments sound like, and I'll probably be playing it somewhere in here, as I usually do. But yes, ice instruments. I have seen a photo, and I am now currently looking at it, so you know the, like, what's the commercial? E. Cola, and then there's, like, the guy with the giant horn. Yes, I am looking at a photo of one that's made out of ice, and there's, like, a microphone at the end of it, and the dude seems to also be holding, like, this French horn, also made out of ice? Yeah. If you want to see this stuff, obviously, Good News Network and their Instagram, the Ice Music Festival in Norway. But yeah, this is uh, strange. So apparently, Linhart is a pioneer of this, having built 19 ice orchestras in 11 igloo concert halls. But he's not alone in this most extreme form of music. In 2000, the world's first ice music concert took place under a frozen waterfall in Lillehammer, Norway. The composer and conductor, Terji Sunset, sorry, I, I definitely butchered it, is still one of the wor- world premieres, world premieres ice music producers. But yeah, ice instruments. And uh, there's also photos for like their string instruments where it's like the body is made out of ice, but the strings are like the actual ones on the instrument that they probably took off one and then put it on the ice sculpture. So yeah, check check them out. It's really weird. But this is random vibes and, you know, I just kind of talk about anything and this is certainly random. 
But yeah, this has been my party of positivity on Random Vibes here on Riot Radio. Hello, welcome to my show Easy Busy, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. Canada has secured access to 22 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, most of which are slated to arrive between April and September. After a months-long review, Health Canada regulators today approved the COVID-19 vaccine from Oxford University AstraZeneca for use in Canada, clearing the way for millions more in the months ahead. The Serum Institute, which is working with the Mississauga, Ontario-based verified um, Pharmaceuticals will deliver five lakh doses of its vaccine next Wednesday. The company told CBC News of further one million doses will arrive uh, in April and five lakh more in early May. With this new doses, Canada now stands to receive uh, about six point five million doses of the AstraZeneca, Moderna, and P Pfizer vaccines by the end of March. That's enough to fully vaccinate just over three point two billion people. Coming to sports, Warriors G League guard Jeremy Lin shared on so- social media that he experienced an act of racism on the court. Being an Asian American doesn't mean uh, we don't experience poverty and racism. Being a nine-year NBA veteran uh, doesn't protect me from being called coronavirus on the court. Lin said that in the interview. Moreover, the weather will be clouded with a low of minus 1 degree Celsius to a high of uh, minus 12 degree Celsius. Tomorrow will be showers with a little of humidity and there is a 40% chances of snow on Monday. For Riot Radio, I'm Shivang Brahman. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Busy Vichra. I'm going to talk about two interesting films and why are they interesting. You guys can decide. Well, on DC Focus this week, Pickering musician gaining popularity with online concerts. Coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Busy where on DC Focus today I'm going to talk about a man who's gaining popularity from his online concerts, Mundra, a classical pianist and organist had several jobs before the COVID-19 phase well from performing his music at the Canadian National Ballet Company to musical theater performances to weekly gigs playing the organ at St. John's Lincoln Church in Ajax he became famous when asked in an interview he said that when the lockdown came into effect I wonder how he could help the community cope I wanted an outlet and for people to get to experience music as well he said Uh, on an interview before a lot of people switch their platforms from in-person concerts to virtual when they choose to start up the weekly event every wednesday night he hosts a concert through facebook live where he plays the organ and talks about the lives of composers or related topics it is not just the music but it's getting into lives of people and trying to understand the context he said in an interview so it's a much more rich experience in my mind the concert can be seen on wednesday at 7 pm on st george's facebook page more of mundra's music can be found on his youtube page student of classical music well that's it on this focus i'm shivang and you are listening to right radio who can listen my show Hi. Hi. Hey yo, Shivang, I can listen. I guess me. Hello. I can listen. 
Me. Me and my girlfriend. Hi there. Me. Hello. Yes, I can. It doesn't matter what's your age or who you are, a Canadian, immigrant or an international student. If you are living in Canada, yes, you are the one. Long-term care outbreaks, death reveals how badly we undervalue our seniors and people with dementia. First case of South African variant confirmed in Ontario's province reports 1900 cases of COVID-19. So I come Britain's rapids to winning ways with 3.9 against magic. Well, the biggest protest that has happened in India has made all us turn by the decision. Canada will have to face a major drawback in receiving the vaccines. Uh, coming up next. Stay tuned for sports, local news, campus information, Hollywood gossips, international issues and more. With me, Shivang Brahman on my show, Easy Peasy, coming up every Wednesday on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show, Easy Peasy, where today I'm going to talk about two movies which are fun to watch. So if you love dogs, this movie is for you all. Now, I know this can hit your childhood, but had to talk about this amazing movie in which the villain had gained so much of popularity by her acting and the get up for this movie was so great that i literally hated this woman in real life though so 101 uh dalmatians is a 90 96 american comedy adventure film the film is a live action adaption of a walt disney's 1961 animated film of the same name itself an adaption of a Dory Smith's 1956 novel, The 101 Dalmatians, directed by Stephen Herrick and co-produced by John Hughes. And it stars a Glenn Close, uh, Jeff Daniels, Glow Richardson, and Tim McNary. Unlike the 1961 film, none of the animals have speaking voices in this version. 101 Dalmatians was released in November 2790. 96 it grossed over 320.6 million dollars in theaters against uh 75 million dollar budget close was nominated for a golden globe award for best actress a motion pictures musical or comedy the film was also nominated for a bafta award for the best makeup effects a sequel 102 the missions was released in november 22 2000 with close and mcnary now the controversy was also seen during the release and promotion of this film animal rights organization protested the film's release saying that the dalmatian sales shot up after the premiere fueled by impulsive purchases of puppies my parents for the children's being ill. Uh, many of these new owners eventually surrendered their animals to pounds. Well, now for the second movie is Airbud. Well, Airbud is 1997 comedy sports film directed by Charles Martin Smith. It sparked the franchise centered on the real-life dog Airbury, a cross-bred golden retriever who shoots basketball hoops and appears as a buddy. The film was financially successful, grossing $4 million in, in its opening weekend. And totaling 27.8 million in its run against an estimated of three million dollar budget. Airbird was released to VHS on December 23, 1997, and to DVDs on February 3, 1998. Now I have some facts about this movie, uh, which you can relate. But he was a stray dog that was found in 1989. His owners, Kevin DeChico. Uh, found Buddy wandering around in the Sierra Nevada mountains, finding no owner or tag. Uh, De Chico took him 
to home and take care of the buddy. The film was an instant success. Even the studio executives were surprised by how well the people responded to this film and became one of the most well-known, if not biggest films of the year. Buddy played five different sports. He played basketball, volleyball, football, soccer, and baseball. That was one talented dog. Well, that's it for today. I am Shivang Murman. If you have any questions regarding my show or you want to share some suggestions, you can ping me up on Riot Radio. You can search riotradio.cn and you can search my show Easy Peasy. And I'll be coming up next week with you guys to talk about more films and more news this week. Till then, stay tuned with me. I'm Shivang Murman and you are listening to my show Easy Peasy only on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm Cleo Birch, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. Queen Elizabeth said on Tuesday that the British royals were saddened by the challenging experiences of her grandson. Prince Harry and his wife Meghan promised to privately address revelations about a racist remark about their son. Meghan, in an interview with Oprah Winfrey on Sunday, accused Britain's royal family of raising concerns about how dark their son Archie's skin might be and ignored her pleas for help while she considered suicide. All of the available COVID-19 vaccination appointments for people above the age of 80 in the Durham region were booked up within hours on Monday morning. Durham region was the latest in the GTA community to open up appointments for residents who were born in 1941 or earlier. It began accepting applications at 8 a.m., but by 11.30 a.m., all available appointments through March 13th were booked. The Durham Region Health Department stated at this time, vaccine is in short supply. However, we are expecting additional supply from the province in the coming days. Now to sports. Canucks win third straight, topping Canadians 2-1 in shootout. Bo Horvat scored in the shootout, giving Vancouver a 2-1 victory over the Montreal Canadiens on Monday night and extending the Canucks' winning streak to three games. The 2021 NBA All-Star Night was on Sunday. It had everything from Domastis Sabonis winning the skills competition to Stephen Curry putting on a show during the three-point contest and ultimately Team LeBron defeating Team Durant. For Riot Radio weather, it is currently 8 degrees, going down to 2 degrees tonight. Tomorrow, expect 11 degrees with a mix of sudden clouds. For Riot Radio News, I'm Cleo Birch. You're listening to the Birch Boy Movie Podcast. Hosted by Cleo Birch. Yo, what's good? I hope you're doing well. Did you manage to watch the Megan and Oprah interview? I... I have no words. It was one of the messiest things I ever had the opportunity of watching. And I honestly didn't even watch the whole thing. I watched a few clips that were quite cringeworthy. And they have to do with her son potentially being dark-skinned. Definitely give that a watch because this is history and it is bad. (laughs) I'll just say that. Anyway, on to today's show. For DC Focus, we'll be talking about healthcare workers who rally in front of Orchid Villa in Pickering, demanding better government support on International Women's Day. So we'll be discussing that for DC Focus. And to end off today's show, you know the drill. Rapid Fire Gaming News. Stick around. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Welcome to DC Focus, where we will be paying attention to the rally that happened at Orchid Villa in Pickering on International Women's Day. 
So on Women's Day, the SEIU Healthcare and Unifor and CUPE unions representing healthcare workers across Ontario held International Women's Day actions at various hospitals and long-term care homes in Ontario with a clear message to Ontario Premier Doug Ford. Respect us, protect us, and pay us. The union shared these words in a release demanding respect, protection, and better pay for women in healthcare. Women in healthcare want more than hollow words from Premier Ford's government, said Charlene Stewart, president of the SEIU Healthcare. After the devastating financial and emotional toll from serving on the front line of the pandemic, healthcare workers want those words backed up by bold action to fully recognize their contribution to the care economy. Stewart said that must include paying them a living wage, and for low-wage workers like personal support workers or PSWs, that means raising the base wage to at least $25 per hour. Premier Ford could support women in healthcare by doing that right away, she said. In the first wave of COVID-19, 78 residents died from the pandemic at Orchard Villa. At one point, the government had to restrict PSWs from working at multiple LTC homes in order to stop the virus from spreading. Many have argued the workers simply had to take on as many jobs as possible in order to make a decent wage. The Canadian Armed Forces personnel had to be sent to Orchard Villa to assist. Critics have long stated that staffing-related issues such as underpaying PSWs, a lack of sick pay, and limited access to PPE need to be addressed in Ontario's LTC homes in order to fix a broken system. Oshawa NDP MPP Jennifer French has stated staff in LTC homes need paid sick days, fair wages, and full-time hours. Thanking them is not sufficient, French said. Hiring them, paying them, and protecting them will get closer will get us closer to where we need to be. So I thought this movement was very important to share, seeing as it also landed on Women's Day and they're trying to protect their fellow women employees. And this is very close to home for me. Um, I actually have a lot of family and friends who live in this area, and I honestly I wasn't aware of this movement until now. Um, so I thought it was important to bring attention to this movement for today's show. Anyway, this has been DC Focus. Be sure to stick around for Rapid Fire Gaming News. Rapid Fire Gaming News. Welcome to Rapid Fire Gaming News, where we go to the latest in gaming news as fast as we can. Alright, let's do this. Xbox head Phil Spencer welcomed the eight studios under ZeniMax. It's Software, Bethesda, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios in a blog post for Xbox saying that it was an honor to have them join the team. Bethesda's inclusion on Game Pass and feature exclusives was also confirmed, saying gamers should know that Xbox consoles, PC, and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games. A bundle called Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy appeared on Microsoft's store and then was quickly removed earlier today, a collection of the three reboot games that includes Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, as well as all of their DLC, and had a release date of March 18th though no price. Ubisoft has announced the Watch Dogs Legion multiplayer mode has been delayed indefinitely on PC. They have identified an issue in the PC version that can cause the game to crash for players with certain GPUs. The development team is currently working to fix the issue. 
Elite Dangerous is becoming more like Star Citizen. It looks like it's finally happening in 2021. Frontier Development said that the upcoming Odyssey expansion will allow you to land on planets and explore on foot, even engaging in combat and other interactions like diplomacy and trade. Odyssey is the most ambitious Elite Dangerous expansion to date, extending coverage to super fine scale that is needed for on-foot gameplay while maintaining the vast raw distances measured in light years. This is a huge achievement by the team and greatly extends the already rich Elite Dangerous experience. Anyway, that has been it for Rapid Fire Gaming News. This has been your boy Birch Boy. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 1pm to hit your boy up right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. I'm Jay Morrison, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. The number of COVID cases in Ontario is now under 1,000 cases. Provincial health officials logged 981 new infections, rather it being 1,300 which is how much we used to have. So it looks like the stay-at-home order is helping, lowering the number of cases, and maybe this summer won't be too bad. I just hope that numbers don't rise again and things can go back to normal. But rumor has it, we might be going into a third wave. Let's hope not. The Toronto Raptors might trade Norm Powell for a big man, Andre Drummond. A lot of Raptors fans are not happy with this suggestion. People are saying that Andre Drummond is not going to fix the Toronto Raptors, but it's going to make things worse. Personally, Powell plays a great role in the Toronto Raptors, and if they get rid of him, I believe the team won't do as well as they're doing right now. Riot Radio weather. Today it is going to be negative 8 degrees. Later on tonight, it's going to be negative 10 degrees. Tomorrow, the weather will be negative 8 degrees. It is currently negative 8 degrees. For Riot Radio News, I'm Jim Morrison. Welcome to Today with Jay. I'm your host, Jay Morrison, and today we're going to be talking about the CNE reopening. Also today, we're going to be talking about if there's going to be a third wave. That's all coming up today on Today with Jay on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Durham College has just reopened the fitness center. Yes, now you can go to the gym, work out, run, and play a number of sports. Obviously, due to COVID-19, you have to wear a mask, social distance, and book times when you want to come in for the safety of staff and students. Well, with Durham College opening up their gyms, COVID-19 looks like it's going away, if that's even possible. So if you're a Durham student and you're looking to get back into the gym and work out, check out the Durham website for further details about gym availability and bookings. First, it was Canada's Wonderland that may be opening in the summer. Now we have the CNE looking to open up also this summer. In 2019, more than 1.5 million people visited the CNE. I know, right? That number sounds really crazy to hear nowadays. Anyways, last year, the CNE was canceled and they are planning to open up in 2021. I'm not quite sure 
how this is going to work. And obviously, there are going to be rules and guidelines. But just the idea of being brought up means that things have been getting a lot better, I hope. With kids back to school and small businesses reopening, it looks like COVID-19 is slowly dying down. I just hope that everything gets ran properly and that everything can go back to normal because going to the CNE this summer would definitely be worthwhile. So I don't know about you, but this statement shouldn't be taken lightly. So for the past couple of weeks, a number of news reporters have been saying that there may be a potential wave three of COVID-19. My question is, have we even gotten past wave two? Feels like we are at our worst right now with this so-called second wave with us being in the stay-at-home order or lockdown, whatever they want to call it. And for them to even be bringing up a third wave, the government needs to make sure that this doesn't happen. Personally, I hate this whole thing. But if this stay-at-home order needs to be extended in order for us to avoid a wave three, they should most definitely extend it. As of right now, COVID-19 numbers in Canada have been dropping. And it's only a matter of time for things to open up again. And when they do... Is COVID going to rise again in numbers or are we going to prepare ourselves in order to keep the numbers low? With small businesses opening up and schools, that is going to be our test run. And if numbers stay low with those things open, potentially other things may open back up. On that note, can we all wear our masks and do everything we can in order to avoid a wave three? Well, that is the end of today's show. Before we close out, I have to give Riot Radio a huge shout out for letting me present my show. Also, a shout out goes to you for tuning in. Again, I'm your host, Jay Morrison, and have a great day. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College.